hello and welcome as always to another episode of is this anime i'm jack metcalf and i'm the guy who knows nothing about anime malcolm cloud <laughs> and uh joining us yet again is uh dominico is our first third timer on the podcast hey guys, how's it going? yeah Yay, third timer. Uh, and soon to be fourth and fifth because uh, we are covering Dragon Ball Z. So, so Malcolm, what did you think of our last anime, Dragon Ball Z? Uh, I know this is a weird question to ask because we're just like continuing the story. Um, what, do you you know, that, what do you think of that, pre- that first week though? How was your first the, week? That was, it was an interesting like uh, entry to it because uh, who is it, Go, uh, Goku? Goku, Goku. <laughs> oh, Goku. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's how how little I've taken from this uh, last week. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, Goku uh, died, so that was uh, the, a shocking, a shocking turn of events that I did not expect. That the hero of what I assumed was the Dragon Ball Z world would die and have a kid. I didn't realize he would also have a kid. And, and were you aware you were stepping into a series that was technically like 150 episodes in already? No. <laughs> you, you, no you, were un, you were unaware that Dragon Ball Z was in fact a sequel show. It was uh, not a, not, it is not the beginning. It is, it is the midpoint or so. Yeah, no, I didn't realize. <laughs> I thought Dragon Ball Z was the be all and end all. Uh, that it was the only one. I didn't realize there was actually just a Dragon Ball show. Yeah, Dragon Ball yeah. Z is a sequel. There's many Dragon Balls. There's there's many elements of the franchise. And so, yes, as, as you might have guessed, this week's anime is also Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, yeah, we've covered five episodes because uh, uh, for you, dear listener, if you if you were hoping to have more history, uh, no, I did not write a history segment. That last one uh, was the longest thing I've written for this podcast. Uh, I have no intention of going back. Uh, so if you want, if you want to re-listen to the uh, to the history, uh, just uh, just check out the previous episode and, and then start this one up again. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's let's just jump right into this because we got five to cover. We're covering episodes four through eight of this show. Uh, Before so, we get into the story, can oh, I mention something? It. Go yeah. for it, buddy. I want to apologize. I like the intro now. Yeah. I know. I know the last episode I was kind of shitting on it a bit, and I thought it wasn't catchy. But after like it's seen it eight times now it really gets stuck in your head it earworms itself and also it's also used as as like part of the score as well it's used for like key moments yeah so you're definitely i enjoy the score in this because i know like that's the thing all these versions and iterations of dragon ball they all have different scores different different dubbing it's all very confusing but i but i enjoyed the score for this me too yeah the music's actually pretty good like i like i'm it's not distracting it's not it's not like cliche or that anything. I mean, so, maybe it's cliche. I don't know. I don't know anything about th- this world. Well, it's not butt rock like like what me and Domenico uh, had to listen to in the in the uh, English dub, original English dub. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, let, let's get right into episode four. Um, so Chi Chi, uh, she's just you know chilling, just just hoping you know Goku and Gohan come back. And uh, oh god, oh god. So is that her dad? So is that like her so her father. dad? Her dad's like this big giant like muscle man. Is that what he is? Her father is known as the Ox King, and uh, back in the day he was like this barbarian leader. But but since then, since then he's just like a grandpa. He seemed like he was like uh, you know like a strong man turned accountant. Like that was. The- <laughs> I mean, Chi Chi herself used to be a wild child. When when Goku first meets her, she's a wild child. She has this like like bikini armor uh with like like a mohawk blade helmet 
Um, but no, by by the time Goku meets Chi Chi as an adult, she she's domesticated and her yeah her her father, the Ox King. I don't think we we have a official name for him. Is uh, now just the world's best grandpa because the Ox King has come uh, with all these presents for Gohan. Yeah, but don't worry, Gohan's nowhere to be found. Gohan's nowhere to be found. We go back to the events of last week where you know Go- Goku is dead, and I did notice an overhead shot where where the Kai edit. Even though Kai edited out the blood in like the main shot where Goku gets killed, there there is an overhead shot where Goku is very bloodied. <laughs> did any of you notice that? I did notice that. I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember <laughs> this blood. But then we like had talked about that they were editing it down. Yeah, like they... that's the thing. Like you can tell that they've been like trying to edit some stuff down, but there was definitely moments like during these five episodes where I was like, oh, they let that slip through, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. What what do you think of Piccolo? Piccolo is so goddamn extra in this show, and so Piccolo forces his he just forces his arm to grow back. He just kind of does this like guttural noise, and he just grows his arm back instantly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, he's uh, it's Piccolo, like I, like I think, like I don't I didn't know that power was really established until that it's moment. It's not. There's so many uh, Piccolo powers in this in these five episodes, especially that just happen once and are never never really return yeah he gives him he gives him uh, an outfit and a sword out of nowhere and then i swear he never does that again for the entire yeah P- piccolo <laughs> has the ability to give you clothes and a sword with like a laser beam yeah which is also what uh who's the king uh who's the guy on the planet uh that we uh, king, kai. king kai king kai king kai also does that like which is like this is kind of funny that he like also has this there's like this power of giving clothes or i guess with king kai it makes a little more sense though because he's supposed to be like this like interdimensional grandmaster of the universe or something whereas piccolo is just like an average dude average dude we're, we're not gonna say what piccolo's yeah, race is because gonna, that's yeah. that's a reveal that is a reveal yeah. coming up you you will get insight into what piccolo is exactly malcolm not in not in these episodes I, well you know what he's not he's definitely not human like that no. <laughs> what was the giveaway <laughs> the green skin <laughs> The green skin and uh, whatever his muscles that show, I guess. I don't know what those pink things are. I guess those are his muscles that show. Like, is he's like of. got something wrapped on his head? Like it's well, like he's got like bandage. Is it a, a turban? turban? Because, yeah, it's, it's a like, turban. It's because I wasn't sure because it's not like fully done up. It like stops and it kind of looks like he like got into like a, a fight and now he's just like has to cover it just a little bit where the top of his dome is showing. No, it's just a turban. Piccolo's okay. turban. I'm, it's referred yeah. to as a turban even in like video games when it's like an item. Okay, good. I was in, yeah, because I was like, I think it's a turban, but I didn't want to like go on that limb and, and go in there. Because there's like other people, characters that we see character models of who are wearing legitimate turbans. Goku's friends, uh, Krillin and Bulma, they're obviously pretty upset that their their best friend who they've spent years of adventures with uh, has died. And uh, Piccolo, who is by all accounts a villain to them, uh, decides to kidnap Goku's son. They don't even like resist it, really. They just like. I mean, let, like, let's face it's it. It's happening. It's happening. There's there's no way they're beating Piccolo. I mean, Piccolo whooped their asses back uh back in the day. Piccolo's reincarnate. Piccolo's father, if you want to call him that, did kill Krillin. So there there's a lot of history with these with these people. Who's uh, Krillin? Krillin is the bald guy. Oh, the okay. bald guy. We're, we're we're gonna get a lot of Krillin in these episodes. Yeah, there's like a whole arc with Krillin, and the whole time I was like, I don't know his name. 
I don't know who he is. <laughs> Krillin is is Goku's best friend. That that's who he is. He he's got that de facto rule. Uh, he starts off as like Goku's first rival, basically in Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, like he's got like he's the guy that like if the live action Dragon Ball Z movie had any balls, they would have cast Danny DeVito in that role. Oh hey Krillin, what's up? Are you pulling my dick, bro? But meanwhile, you know, Goku's just having a pretty good time in uh, Otherworld, in Heaven, whatever you want to call it, the afterlife. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question I had, because, like, we don't ever see is, like, what happens to uh, Goku's body? Like, because, like, do they have to, like, lay it on ice, or does it just... No, it disappears, because, uh, yeah, Kami... So, Kami, do you know who this other green guy was, uh, Malcolm? Were you picking up on who he was? Uh, no, I had no idea. So Kami is actually the good version of Piccolo. Ba back when there was King Piccolo, who was effectively Piccolo's father, uh, he was split into two halves, an evil half and a good half. And Kami is the good half. And uh, the power of the Dragon Balls also rests with Kami. And if either if either Piccolo dies, the uh, the Dragon Balls go away too. So that's that's a key thing to keep in mind. Oh, so Piccolo must stay alive. Piccolo must stay alive. Kami must stay alive. If one of them dies, the they both die. They are they are linked together. Okay, that's an interesting and convoluted part of this mythology. <laughs> yes, um, but no. Uh, Kami Kami takes uh, Goku's body and trans. How how is Kami able to to go between worlds? How can he just simply teleport to heaven? Uh, unclear and unexplained. Just roll with it. And they meet King Yemma, who is effectively the devil. Yeah, he wasn't a good guy. He didn't feel like a good guy. He felt like oh, he's, he, he's a he's a he's a devil accountant, man. A giant devil accountant. Yeah, because he's the one who like tells Goku that he's got to run on that million mile track. Snake Way, man. Snake Way. Uh, D Domenico, do you do you want to tell Malcolm about all the exploits of Snake Way that oh, we, man. We, we missed? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, like, it's kind of interesting watching Kai. Because uh, I've never seen it before, and then comparing it to Dragon Ball Z, like there's so much filler missing. Like, I I looked this up. I saw somebody say it on Reddit too. So, in Kai, it was like three episodes basically that he's running on Snake Way. If you were to guess, Malcolm, how many episodes of Dragon Ball Z was Goku running on Snake Way? In the original. Oh, in the original. Oh my God. Um. I, could, I mean, it's a million miles, so you know. Well, how, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. The original Saiyan saga was 38 episodes, where we cut this down to 18. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that he runs on that track for at least 12 episodes. That's close. 13. Whoa! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So that's, that's 13 before he meets King Kai. Now, I was going to say without knowing the 38 number, I was going to be like, it was like 40 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It's still a lot, even, it's even by so my so much filler. At one point, he falls off and goes yes. to hell, and then he has to, like, I can't remember if he, like, fights the ogres or does something. I think it's a competition with them, and then they let him back up, and he has to start all over again from the beginning. So he basically oh. gets halfway and then falls off and starts that, again. That, there's, a bit, there's a bit of a joke in, in the next couple episodes. Uh, I, I just kind of want to keep us on track, but there is a joke that made me laugh considering how much filler it was in the original um i would yeah because i was like oh this is like you could like i didn't know that like there was all this filler but he does make out reference of like the about hell and i didn't realize hell was just below him like you're literally and, running like if you fall off you go to hell and in the original uh english dub in the, in the ocean dub in the censored version hell is referred to as home of the infinite losers 
Honestly, yeah. that's like a perfect description of hell in a lot of ways. It's a good description of hell, but yeah, that was their censored version. Uh, just Which like, is, I, why do you need to censor hell? Like, what, like well, who, it, who were they worried the, about? Like Christians, man. It was the '90s. Every single person was Christian. You had to respect yeah. God's wishes. Uh, so yeah. well, it, was, it was actually the point that, like, in hell, the ogres, their shirts would say hell, but in the like North American version, it said H F I L on it. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, imagine getting that job being like change the hell to HFIL. I mean, like, I mean, Malcolm, we watched One Piece. They were censoring out cigarettes and turning them into lollipops. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, uh, <laughs> trying to get back on track. Yeah. Uh, so so, what do you think of this version of the afterlife, Malcolm? I figured I figured you would dig it because yeah, I don't think we've seen. Have have you seen a version of the afterlife depicted like this in any media before? I, I can't really recall. Like, I mean, I'm, I was just thinking, like, imagine if Lost, where they were like, one of you is going to have to run this track, and like, the whole time, like, um, like, I, it's an interesting thing to be like, oh, you, you just run. Like, it's, you know, it, like, in a lot of ways, it's like kind of boring. But, but now that I know that they cut off a lot of the fun stuff during it, because, yeah, you'd think it got to be obstacles. Like, it's there just are plenty of like, obstacles. I'm like... so hungry. I was told I didn't have to eat. Like, that's literally a line. But he's still running. He's still. There, there's like uh, one episode where he like meets some like demon snake ladies and they like try to trick him and kill him and stuff. There's, there's all these like obstacles that just uh, lengthen would, the plot even further. Would have never known. Wouldn't have never have guessed it. I was like, oh yeah, this is three episodes of just running. Uh, I do. Well, like not how, really, but I do like how Goku did ask if if Raditz went to the afterlife, though. I like how Raditz gets a mention. I'm like, yeah, he should ask if his where his brother is. Yeah. Do and did I forget? Did we get a uh, response to that, or did they like? No, he's in hell. King Yemma is just like, yeah, I sent him to hell, and you're never gonna see Raditz again. Like just oh. straight. <laughs> See, that would have been interesting if they had to like if they were like racing to get to this planet together. Raditz is completely irrelevant. As far as Saiyans go, you will you won't be seeing Raditz ever again. Wow, that's so crazy. That it, you introduce a brother character and then you're like, here he is. All right, never mind. <laughs> I, I was thinking this too, but I, I was reading on like Reddit and people were saying, you know, there's so many fucking anime where the main character's ultimate villain is his brother. So it's kind of subversive in that way. It's kind of actually impressive that they they didn't do that. Yeah, I guess that is a trope of the of the genre is that like yeah, the brother is always the bad guy and he's usually jealous of the younger brother. And uh, another key key moment in this uh, episode is that Piccolo throws a four year old at a cliff. Yeah, what a piece of shit Piccolo is. Like, <laughs> I just, what if it, like he's four years old, he's like left to like go into the forest. He's not given anything. He's like, you gotta find your own food. You've gotta like make your own shelter. This is a child, all right. This is like a, this is not even a child. This is like a a a person who's barely out of infancy. Like he's like barely. He's, you know, he's two years from probably starting to walk, unless I, you know, unless there's something I don't know. Um, there's a line uh, that Gaio says where he's like, oh, my God, there's going to be lions and, like, tigers and all, like, I'm going to have to, like, be scared of all that. And there's no lions and tigers. He just has to fight a dinosaur. Oh, which I didn't, re I didn't realize dinosaurs were still around. Oh, Malcolm, you have no idea how much filler you missed with Gohan. <laughs> Who you called Gaio. Yeah, I was like, we address that. Like, you called Gohan going, Gaio. We'll just let it slide, yeah. Um, who you called? Gaio. Did no, I go, Gohan, Goku and Gohan, buddy. And and eventually uh, another one joins called Goten, but you're not going to meet Goten anytime soon. 
Go who's did I make up Gaio as a name? Gaio, you called Gohan Gaio. Gohan. I'm oh my god. All right. Oh man, wait till we get to some of these other names. Um so yeah, but but thankfully uh Piccolo's uh, choice to throw a four-year-old at a cliff, it does pay off because uh, Gohan unleashes his power and Piccolo gets very mad because he's like, No, you you have to we have to train you so you can't just rely on your emotions for your for your strength. Which is kind of something he wanted. He wanted his dad to train him. And now he's got this piece of shit instead. <laughs> Who's kidnapped him? He doesn't even know he's been kidnapped. <laughs> really? Really, yeah. No, uh, Piccolo is very extra in these episodes. Because yeah, he's just kind of watching. Like He's not not intervening, but he, he just likes sitting there for most of this time. He basically yeah. lets him get as like, close to death without letting him die. Like, oh, he's pretty close to death. Let's throw an apple his way. <laughs> God. Any other thoughts before we move on to the next one? Good on Piccolo for doing the bare minimum. <laughs> like, like this four-year-old looks like he's gonna die. Don't worry. Here's a here's an apple. I hope you like ambrosia apples. I, I, I think it's important though that Malcolm, when you when you mention like just like what what kind of creatures could could Gohan uh, meet in the filler episodes, Gohan like gets stranded on a deserted island and meets like a saber tooth cub, and he also like becomes friends with a robot and helps some orphans. There's all these filler filler scenarios that exist. What are you talking about? He meets a robot and then helps some orphans like that? I mean, not all at the same time, but these are just like things I was just scrolling past (laughs) reading up in the uh, Dragon Ball Z wiki. That's wild. That's like, because like you'd think like, yeah, okay, you meet like a robot. You can convince that robot to give you some food or some shelter. Uh, Same with the orphans, heartwarming orphans. I hope. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of filler that we just don't see, and it's kind of funny though. Like, like Domenico, I feel some of the filler actually added to this show. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but let's move on to episode five, unless you got any more thoughts. I think we kind of kind of hit everything in episode four. No, I mean, I just the tiger comment is something I was thinking about <laughs> because in the very last shot of the last episode of episode eight, we see that there's people in the background. Then there's also character models of like a tiger and like a lion person. Like, oh, yeah. like, 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 people, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Is that like, I'm surprised you're scared of this. If there are these people <laughs> who are just walking around with like day jobs. I mean, Malcolm, there, there's a character who's a talking pig in this, in these five. And I also <laughs> saw that. And I was like, when did this guy show up? Uh, in the previous 130 episodes of a show called Dragon Ball. <laughs> um no so so moving on uh we the first we open up on a character who i knew would uh, would get a reaction from malcolm uh let's talk about mr popo who is why <laughs> mr Pro, mr popo is the uh blackface character yeah i saw that and i was like i can't believe that this is real like he looks like uh who's the the blackface character in pokemon like jinx uh, jinx he looks like a more offensive jinx like it just he like, does because at least like jinx that's is- like that's like if jinx had a love interest in pokemon <laughs> it would be mr popo like that's like that's how offensive this gets like it's his uh, blackface like it looks this- like justin trudeau like that's like <laughs> i mean it's not even that he just straight up just looks like those kind of blackface characters from like uh that era of like when they were making those things and I mean, so Mr. Popo is not human. He is described as an assistant deity on the uh, Dragon Ball Z wiki. So he is not human, at least. He, he is a, okay. he, he is a deity. Even though he's got a very human features, uh, like a big pot belly. Like he looks like a black-faced like, Buddha. Yeah. 
but with a but with a turban for some reason. So, so in, does the turban make it more offensive or less? I don't even know. I, you have. I mean, I, you have like, to make there's so to, many layers to it so like, many layers to and it. like the fact that they had to edit they edited out hell from it like the writing of the word hell and saying hell but they were fine with the blackface character in the 90s is interesting so so in it's the very Nic- telling in the yeah. Nickel- in the nickelodeon edit of dragon ball z kai uh in like the 2010s uh mr popo was painted blue yeah uh, to make him less offensive <laughs> Okay, that makes way more sense. They should have just kept that. Like uh, they, didn't, they didn't even do it for the the original Kai edit though, which is like two thousand and nine, right? Like, it's only just it? for it's only for the kids, uh, and you can't even obtain this like on DVD or streaming. It was just for like Nickelodeon version. Oh, the blue popo. Blue popo, and and Malcolm, if you look up blue Mr. Popo, it doesn't look very good. It's not even that much bluer either. Like they should have just gone fully blue. There's also the fact that it's still the the puffed up lips and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. there's it's not much it's a dark blue it's a very dark blue <laughs> it's crazy uh, maybe we'll add this to the instagram page but I don't yeah to i don't know i don't even want to listen i we address mr popo because we have to oh okay. they have i'm also seeing the hfil shirts um <laughs> which is just also quite crazy so so mr popo and kami they kind of talk about just you know Akami, he has this prophecy that he and Piccolo will die in a year. So that's not foreboding at all, folks. Yeah, that's sad. It's well, it's sad for him, not sad for Piccolo. Like, not, it's like <laughs> you're not Team Piccolo yet, eh? No. Why? Why would I be? He hasn't oh. done anything. That feels like, hey, I'm Team Piccolo. Like, I feel like I'm waiting to see. You're, like, you're... He's, all he's done is he's like he let. Uh, Goku die, and then he's t- brought a in uh, like a small child to the edge of death. <laughs> but he's doing it to save the world. It's for a greater good. Yeah, he's, he's kidnapped a small child and he's torturing him to save the planet. Yeah, he's got to get him to be a warrior, which is just it's a what a what a genius plan. <laughs> it's it is a genius plan. It it really is. Um. So yeah, this is also the episode where Goku does nearly fall off Snake Way, and then like some like hands like kind of try and drag him down. And I do like he, he, how he says, note to self, do not go to hell. Because like we just said, he, he did go to hell in a filler episode. So that was a nice little wink, I felt. Yeah, see, I like that joke, not even knowing the context. I was just like, oh, that's fun. And then that also, for me, established, oh, that's hell below him. And also just the way uh, Sean Schemmel, who voices Goku, just says it. He just says it in a really fun way. Uh, Sean does, there's been so many Gokus. I mean, God, like, like we could, we could even play like a compilation of just like, um, there's compilations on YouTube of voice actor comparisons. Maybe we'll get to it later, but just, there were so many Gokus, especially even in like just the ocean dub. Like, it's just crazy how many times his voice changed. Is this guy still the Goku now yeah. or is he like, Sean, Sean Schemmel he... stayed Goku once Funimation took over. Like once Funimation did their Texas dub, which, which uh, came in like, yeah, 2000 or whatever, uh, that's the one that uh, has stayed put. They, no one. There were a few actors from the Funimation dub who changed for for whatever reason. The the person who voiced is Gohan is not the same Gohan as it was in, in the original Funimation dub. Same with Bulma, but but more or less, it's pretty much the same cast. And it helps that Christopher Sabat voices half this cast because Christopher Sabat voices Piccolo, he voices Vegeta, he voices Kami, and he voices Yamcha. So he's he's doing a lot of duty in these in these episodes. Yeah, I will say that I was happy that uh, Goku came back so quickly that we actually have an arc with him. 
Because I was just like, I was like worried. It was like, we're just not going to see him again. No, he's in like. Maybe a have a flashback <laughs> episode of what, what he was up to in the afterlife. But I like that there's like a whole, I mean, this is the whole, this whole arc that we're covering is just training. It's a training arc. Yep. 100%. It's, and that's why I kind of divided it that way too. Um, so we get Gohan versus a T-Rex. Um, and yeah, the, there's clearly been a significant time jump um, because they cut out so much of this filler. Yeah, I even I even noticed that I had to I had to I thought I missed part of it and then I remembered I was watching Kai because they show the T Rex and his tail's been chopped off, but they didn't show the part where he originally chops the tail off because they cut that out. Oh yeah, so, that's true. I thought I thought I missed it and then I was like skimming through. I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm watching Kai. There's big chunks of the plot missing here. I didn't even notice the tail missing on. Wait, are you talking about on um, the T Rex? The T Rex. The T-Rex. Yeah, because remember he, he chops off part of his tail to eat it, but when they first show it, it's already missing like a significant chunk. Because like each day, I don't know during the series, each every once in a while he cuts off a little portion just to eat, so he's sustaining himself <laughs> off his tail while the while the T Rex still lives. This T Rex is just getting tortured by this four year old. It's probably four. No wonder this. Yeah, no wonder this T Rex wants him. Uh, dead. Tails <laughs> um, has been chopped off for food. What do you think of Krillin's failed attempt to uh, t- to tell Chi Chi her husband is dead? I like I like how Krillin dresses up in like this you know formal suit. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I was like, oh, they've sent him. Like, you know, I felt like maybe there was a scene that I didn't see where they were like he lost like a rock paper scissors competition <laughs> or whatnot to like give the news. He is Goku's best friend. It, it would make sense for him to break the news, but he doesn't even succeed at doing that. You know, he chickens out at the end. And then, like, we're... But then it's, like, pretty quickly revealed that, like, well, Gaio... Uh, go on. Go, oh, my God. I did I'll it. just call him Gaio from now on. I like that <laughs> go on. Um, I was so confident there, too. I felt like, oh, I got, I've got this <laughs> name down. Uh, go on. Yeah, because um, it's not coming back either. Because... Uh, her, her husband is dead and her son has been kidnapped by the person who tried to destroy the world five years ago. Yeah, and she's, like, upset because he's going to miss school and that, like, if you miss one day, you're going to end up, like, uh, as a street homeless person. <laughs> and I'm like, he's four years old. You're t- you're, he should just be worried about Montessori. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's, like, a um, smart preschool, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I, would, I just I was... remember when I was, like, in that age range, there was, like, preschool, which is where I was at, and then there was Montessori across the hall. Um, so, yeah, we go back to Kami House, and uh, Bulma, Bulma being the inventor that she is, she manages to, to get the scouter working again. And we have a fun little scene where, where Master Roshi and Krillin get their power levels scanned. Yeah, what yeah. are their power levels again? Uh, I wrote this down. Master Roshi was 139, which he which he states is, oh, that's younger than me. I'm not 139, and I'm older than that. Uh, Malcolm, do you know how old Master Roshi is? Uh, well, he's definitely he's older, older than, than 139. I think he's like 250, maybe? He is 300 years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, he's the, trained his he's, whole life. He's 300 years old, and he's just the biggest pervert. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do if you've lived that long? <laughs> he's, all he does is care about nudie magazines. Which is hilarious, like, I've heard kids movie, uh, show to, like, or, like, they, there's, like, a, I don't know, I don't know if this is really a kid show, but it's just, like, clearly cut for kids, 
Like there's this clearly I mean, like again, it's different. It's different standards and practices in Japan. Yeah. Right? Like we've talked about Shonen Jump, the magazine that uh, Dragon Ball originates from. Uh, among the earliest Shonen Jump hits were series about like border were borderline hentai's effectively in the sixties. Yeah. So like it's, it's, it's just got its roots in that. Well, there's like a scene later on with um, the master where he's in a bathroom and he's looking, he's like, ooh, I like them. And like, oh, you're God. like, the implication of what he was doing in that bathroom is just insanity. Yes, that that is very much true. Um, but yeah, Krillin, hey, Krillin is uh, done better than Roshi. He's got a higher power level, even though he's, you know, this is like Krillin, he's 20 years old or something. So he's got a better power level than Roshi uh, with 206. And uh, then we get the introduction of another character who I think, Malcolm, you you must have really liked, Yajirobe. He's the one who delivers the message, right? He's like, the one who delivers. Yajir- Yajirobe is in a lot of these episodes. Like, because of the co- because of the fact they've condensed so much, Yajirobe, it feels like, has quite a bit more screen time. I liked him. I was going to say that. Like, I thought he was just, like, his attitude was needed. Like, you needed someone who was kind of, like telling it as it is he has the attitude of a bill burr type it felt like um maybe not but it's it's still um yeah like he just he's he comes in and he's like you got this message and like you gotta meet me here and there's someone else who's gonna show up later like which is kind of crazy to be like hey i'm just here to show up and to let you know another person who's more important will show up later yes <laughs> That's that's his job, and also uh, we don't meet Corin, which is a bit of a bummer because uh, Corin is um, a cat, a talking cat, a talking cat who who trained Goku at one point. What is, what is happening? What is happening? Did they cut out Corin completely from Kai? I would I would hope he, I'm sure he's he's not a filler character. He is like part of the manga. Yeah. Show. So hopefully he makes an appearance because Corin is dope. I was expecting to see him, and then he didn't show up in the, the episodes we covered. And then in the midst of all this, uh, Gohan turns into a great ape. Yeah, yeah. That was not as surprising because I think in the last couple episodes... We've talked they, about that. They talk about the, uh, the you know, having, the, you know, this kind of ape ability that, like, is really triggered by the tail. That's why Goku doesn't transform into that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I feel like this sequence must have been way longer in, in the original because it doesn't go on for that long. It... I mean, Piccolo figures out pretty quickly what to do, and I th- I think that I think Piccolo's response probably surprised you, Malcolm, because Piccolo decides to to blow up the moon. <laughs> the moon is gone. Yeah, which like that's if you were to destroy the moon in reality, you know, um, you're you're going to like you know you're going to disrupt the oceans. The oceans like you're going to cause you're going to change the climate. Like it's, it's going to climate. throw Earth off its axis. Like, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of consequences for that. You're starting up a Roland Emmerich disaster movie. How, how many deaths is Piccolo responsible off screen for? Because billions. <laughs> well, so many animals would die too. Cause they like rely like the nocturnal ones that rely on the moon at nighttime to like get around. They're all, they're all dead. So it's impulsive. It's yeah, important. he's like he's you know he's not getting Thanos numbers, but like he's he could get close. And and, uh, the, and in his great ape like destruction, I mean he's in like an empty wasteland basically. It's not like he's even like you know doing that much real damage. Couldn't he just you know wait it out for you know six hours or so? Yeah, well that was the thing. He's just like kind of bashing this like random mountain. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe some animals died in the midst of that, but pretty pretty minor considering the destruction of the moon was necessary. And, and I wouldn't I wouldn't expect him to know at the time, but he could have also just cut off the tail instead of blowing up the moon and then cutting off his tail. <laughs> that is also another. He's probably like, oh, in retrospect, I didn't need to blow up the moon. I just could have cut. He doesn't. He doesn't even like cut off the tail. He just kind of like rips it off with one hand. Okay, that that totally isn't going to have any repercussions. Hint, hint. Um, Piccolo, Piccolo, Piccolo's decision making, not the best. Yeah. So I'm starting to agree with you, Malcolm. I, I think, I think my knowledge of what Piccolo does later on is clouding. It's clouding his current <laughs> actions. His current actions are stupid, and they're, they're like, you know, they're just like uncalculated. They're like, in some ways, selfish, but they're like, it just like makes no sense. Like this is a guy who's like. I'm trusting my gut like the whole time and his gut's wrong. Like, it's just like, like you don't need to do any of this. Yeah. Like, you don't need to destroy the moon. You don't, you don't need to amputate part of a child's body. Yeah. You don't need to do, <laughs> yeah. Feed him an apple. Like, it's just like, this is crazy. Like he's like, he's still a villain. Like, I don't know. How he's not a villain. <laughs> no, he's one of the good guys. You'll come around. You'll come around. You I hope come, I hope so. You, you guys have around. been hyping this like villains become heroes train a lot in the last episode. So I'm hoping by the end of this like arc of our of the podcast that I'm a Piccolo fan. Yeah. Right now I, I'm not. <laughs> He's on my shit list, all right? Him and and Dio are on my fucking shit list of characters. Go, go, all right, moving on, though. Okay, and, and, so. and every character in Iron-Blooded Orphans. Oh, yeah. Except, except for Biscuit. Oh, yeah, we, we got reminded because we just posted that on social. So we, we got reminded that Iron-Blooded Orphans is something we covered. Um, Wait, who's Dio? Is this a character from another anime? No, the Dio is what Malcolm... Isn't that what Malcolm keeps calling Gohan? I so, Oh, no, no, Dio from JoJo. Dio, Dio from JoJo. Oh, my Dio. God. <laughs> okay. I thought, he, happening. okay I thought he was butchering another Dragon Ball character, but... Um, I'm sure... I, that, I'm sure that could have been a Dragon Ball character. I'm shocked. I maybe, Is there a Dio? I'm going to look this up in the Dragon Ball wiki. But meanwhile, um, after after Piccolo amputates part of Gohan's body, uh, he does the, the closed beam thing. Nope, there is no Dio in Dragon Ball. Um, no, Dio sure. is a character in JoJo, just a heads up. Dio is a character in JoJo. Dio. Fun fact, that means God in Italian. Yeah, that's why he did it. That's why he named him that. Um, <laughs> okay, I see. I see. I had it, the spelling right in my head, and I've pronounced it with utter confidence multiple times wrong. Um, so the fall, I, I do like the thing, though, with the clothes beam, the fact that uh, the symbol on Gohan's guy, uh, Pic Piccolo brands his enemies. Uh, son, because he gives him uh, the uh, the symbol from Piccolo's demon clan. Yeah, oh, is that just put it on a shirt though, like with Piccolo's track record? I'm surprised he didn't like carve it into him or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just with a knife. Yeah, it's going to be here forever. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, Malcolm, a lot of a lot of people in the fan base called Piccolo uh, Gohan's dad. Fuck meme. those people. <laughs> Fuck you haven't you come idiots. around. You haven't come around. I'm, I'm gonna fight you. All right, I'll fight you who says that. But you think about it, like Gohan's four and he'll spend like a year with Piccolo after this saga and like how like how far back can you remember from three? Yeah, exactly. Three years old or something. So basically like half of his life he can remember is with Piccolo in the forest. Yeah. Training yeah. him to to be the strongest. Yeah. yeah. 
then but then like 20 years later he'll be in therapy being like i was kidnapped by by a, an awful man and then he people say like i had stockholm syndrome where i thought he was my father he didn't really care about me <laughs> because my father was dead because he didn't do anything episode six uh big time jump gohan is a lot more badass in this one yeah, well, they skipped six months. They're like, six months of training have passed. That's like in the like the first second. Yeah, so... Or so no, it's like at the end of the previous episode, they're like, we'll see how he's like in six months. Because that's how much goddamn filler uh, they did. All all these adventures that Gohan had, uh, that, that at least for you, Malcolm, will be on scene. The orphan arc, classic or- orphan, orphan arc. Orphan arc, uh, android arc, uh, many arcs, uh, saber-tooth cub arc. Um, but yeah, like we talked about, there was there was the T Rex that Gohan is slow is abusing constantly. I love Piccolo's random moves, like his eye beam. Piccolo was designed to be a video game character, don't you think? He has all these like one off techniques that don't necessarily come back, but it definitely has given uh, video game designers plenty of room to work with. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I can see you know them you know that the fact that he's just kind of random, like like he gives them like all he has the all the random abilities. Like, if he was a DC character, he'd just be Random Man. Random Man. Let's talk about King Kai. Uh, I'm using him as my, his planet as my Zoom background. But but King Kai, I mean, I was talking to Domenico about this. Uh, I figured King Kai would probably be your favorite character in th- this batch, Malcolm. I like King Kai. I mean, King Kai, he's, uh, he obviously fashions himself as a comedian. Um, he lives on, like, a on a planet with, what is it, 10 times the uh, the gravity of earth that's mm. like um and it's a ball planet like i wasn't sure so he like the in the story so he died at some point and then ran the snake run no uh king kai king kai is not dead uh king kai is, is a member of the core world's aliens he's technically an alien but he's he's kind of a deity something like that uh, but King Kai is very much alive. He just happens to live in heaven. Oh, okay, so he has an uh, an ability to go to and from heaven in some in some ways. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, he just kind of stays on his little planet, which which he talks about later about the the little planet of his that he absolutely loves. Um, and yeah, Goku. He he ends. He finishes his journey on Snake Way, and. Uh, he notices there's absolutely nothing there at the end. And then he looks up and uh, way up. And uh, he has to jump all the way onto this tiny ass planet. Yeah, he's uh, such, yeah on the, onto the tennis ball planet. The tennis ball planet is a good way of describing it. And yeah, like you said, it, it's got, I mean, the gravity is 10 times Earth's force. Like, and it, again, I just love the, is it world building? It's just the casualness of just how like Toriyama just makes all this random stuff. He's just like, yeah, this is just a this is just a tiny tennis ball planet where it's like ten times Earth's gravity, and you have to train here with a guy who considers himself a comedian. He's like a terrible comedian too. Like he's like, the jokes, he's the doing jokes are like, not good. He's doing open mic material. <laughs> like, like he's just like, that's what he's doing. He he lives. It's just him, a monkey, and a cricket. Yeah, it's such a random assortment of people that are on that <laughs> on this little planet too. You're like, oh. Like you got like yeah the cricket's basically like the great gazoo like it's just like a guy it's just a thing that lives here, got his own little ball that he can like float around in. Yeah, and then we we have a monkey named Bubbles who Goku mistakes at first for King Kai. Was that okay? I have a question. I have a serious question about Bubbles. 
was he named after Michael Jackson's monkey? Uh, probably. It has to be, right? Michael Jackson has a monkey named Bubbles. Yeah. He did. I know yeah. that. Huh. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, he had it used to have, and it used to run around, uh, was it Neverland Ranch? But yeah, I was like, it has to, because like, that's such a specific name for a monkey. That's like already people pretty well known. Or, I mean, the theory could be maybe he got the monkey after. <laughs> he saw this show and because michael jackson likes little boys that no, no, no. that because he was watching dragon ball z one day and he was like oh i'll get a monkey and named him bubbles is that a no. fact dragon ball z came in 96 and i'm pretty sure bubbles uh, bubbles uh predates that hopefully i hope so fingers crossed i want to be wrong we may have to cut this part out of the book yes absolutely it's staying in bubbles the monkey is still alive dude it was born in 1983. He's still alive. Wow. How have I never heard of this monkey? Like, yeah, he was he was like a famous part of Michael Jackson's mythology. Really? Yeah, he's, he's still he's, alive. Wow. He's, he's a chimpanzee. Yeah, he's still alive. He hasn't died yet. How many How many years does a chimpanzee live? That's like 37 the... years old. Wow. Oh like yeah, a... I feel like chimpanzees gotta live like at least 40, 50 years. No. Yeah, that would make sense. They're like kind of close to humans. Yeah, they, they live, average lifespan is 39. Okay, so Bubbles is towards the end there. He's, he's towards the end. But, well, he outlived his owner, at least. See, maybe King Kai is supposed to be, like, modeled after Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, he's got his own planet. It's kind of like his own ranch. He's got a monkey named Bubbles. He dresses extravagantly. Like, everyone looks up to him and thinks he's great. The I'm on to something here. You're, you're on you're to something. You're on to something for sure. I, I, I don't want to diminish my memory of King Kai because King Kai is the greatest. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with King Kai. This has everything to do with, like, how did he become Bubbles? And it's obvious that he this monkey was named after Michael Jackson's monkey. It was, it was probably, what, like, mid, probably 1990 when this chapter was being written. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely named after Bubbles the monkey. But I like that doesn't dissuade uh, King Kai. King Kai, I want to make a perfectly clear to listeners, is not an allegory for Michael Jackson. Right? He's no, not, uh, there's like a, he's just like a mentor figure. Wait, wait, wait! Dragon Ball Wiki might say something else. Oh, but, oh! I just saw Michael Jackson. Uh, the name of King Kai's pet Bubbles may be a reference to the late Michael Jackson's pet chimp, who is named Bubbles. Oh, that's all it's got. Oh, so just it. what we were already saying. Yeah, <laughs> we were already saying for the past five minutes. Yeah, somebody else connected the dots. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, but no, King Kai. He he wants Goku to tell him some jokes, and and the jokes that Goku tells. First of all, Goku says he's never even told a joke before, which I'm kind of shocked. He's 23 years old. Claims. Oh, he, he didn't. Never... He didn't tell a joke there either. <laughs> the jokes he tells are the jokes he tells are bad and king kai has a very bad sense of humor it turns out because they're not well i didn't ones. even realize they were jokes until i was like when until king kai was like that's funny like that you're not as bad as i thought i was like wait a minute that was supposed to be a joke there's yeah i don't know did you write down the jokes Jack? The, the winning joke was um i sold my car for gas money that's the one that is a knockout blow for king kai which shaking sorry, my head <laughs> it's, it's not even it's just like a is it even a pun i'm not even sure if that qualifies for a pun it's not it's like 
it's not even a joke. It's just sort of like a statement that I guess can be interpreted as funny. Like, you know, like, I don't know if you ever grew up with like, my grandfather always had like these really terrible joke books in the bathroom. They'd be like, it's, you know, not the, you know, it's the farmer's joke book or whatever. It's like, that feels like something that was found in like that book in like the last page. Like we, you know, they got through like 200 jokes and then you know they're on the last one they're like i guess we'll do this gas one because like also uh goku says something about like you know uh clocks and like having their arms tied and i was like i don't get this oh yeah that one <laughs> i think the re the fact that the response is oh yeah that one <laughs> not a good joke that's not how jokes uh, work not a good joke but uh but after all this um <laughs> Goku is like, okay, are you, are you going to train me? He's like, wait, I thought you just wanted me to train you in comedy. That's why I made you do this dumb challenge. And he's like, no, I want you to train me so I can fight the Saiyans. And he's like, oh, well, why didn't you just ask? So. I, I kind of want to see the guy who's like, I want to be the world's greatest comedian. And then he dies. <laughs> he has to do the run, the snake run. And then he gets up there and then, he's, and then he's, uh, does the training for the comedy. And then he returns to Earth and then he gets booed off stage. <laughs> I do want to see that series. I'm shocked there isn't a spinoff of that. First of all, not only that, not only... To, to even, that, Kevin Hart. To even qualify for Snake Way, you have to be like a person of exceptional ability. Like Goku, Go, like the fact that Goku even got to have his body because um, normal normal humans, they only appear as like little wisps in uh, the afterlife. Goku Goku is a lucky one who, because of his exceptionality, is allowed to, to keep his body in the afterlife. Okay, that makes sense. Although he has a weighted vest, so I'm like, how? So he got to keep the weighted vest. <laughs> there's even there's even a part where like Goku's like, oh, I should have packed a sandwich. I'm like, you died. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that being like, I think I'm gonna die today, so I'm better make my favorite chicken salad sandwich. I'm pretty sure it would have gotten squished during all the fighting and the fact that he was, you know. <laughs> he was, Actually, that could have been a fun bit. Oh, my sandwich is ruined. <laughs> That's, I mean, I think Goku would be most upset about and, that. I, here's a question for you. If if the sandwich, say you got crushed and, the, and, and thus killing the sandwich, if Goku and the sandwich had ascended, would the sandwich return to its perfect form? Because it's like, that's the spirit of the sandwich. Ah, uh, it's supposed to. I think absolutely, yeah. Because he had a hole blasted through his chest through the special yeah, cannon, and he came back, I guess, to the afterlife as one hole. So yeah, the sandwich was restored with one mistake. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's it's got a perfect be. sandwich. This this is the important stuff uh, to talk about. This is the nitty gritty. The listeners don't care about <laughs> Dragon Ball. They want to know about sandwiches in the afterlife. Uh, also in this episode, um, the Z fighters, Yamcha, Tien, and Chao Su appear, but they're given zero context. Um, Malcolm, what do you think of that? Uh, those I, random fighters you saw briefly. I didn't uh, I didn't know who they were. I didn't, in theory, really care about them. So I didn't really think about them. <laughs> like For you to be like, what's your thoughts? I'm like, they existed. <laughs> like they just have no real meaning. So in, like, this so is far. this is something I don't like about Kai. I think me and Domenico can talk about this because in the filler stuff, they're all given like little um, recruitment arcs. And I think, especially if you're, if Dragon Ball Z Kai is meant to be, you know, watched just from the start of this, this isn't good because, you know, if this Dragon Ball Z Kai is true to the manga, it's true to how the manga was written, 
But if you're reading the manga, you know, you have seen these characters already throughout the years. You already have attachment to them. Sure, it's been a while since you've seen them, but otherwise you don't really need, you don't need an introduction. And so because of the structure of this whole thing, it kind of is going to fuck up next week's episodes when those guys have to do some of the heavy lifting, I feel. Like, what okay. do you think, Domenico? No, I agree, because they, they're pretty, like, integral parts of the first arc. And, like, we just brush right through them. So... Yeah, I guess Malcolm Malcolm has no feelings towards them either way because he hasn't sat there for like ten episodes and like built up to like who they are and what they're doing. But yeah, like they have like their own training episodes and yeah, they get their recruitment. Like a uh, Yamcha, who's this long-haired guy, if you could, if you could even like put a face to him. I mean, I guess Yamcha is the one who looks human because Tien is the guy who has a third eye in the in the uh, center of his head, um, and Chaosu is like this China doll-looking dude, floating. Malcolm is Malcolm's, shaking his head. Malcolm's just shaking his head. <laughs> no, even, uh, no recollection. Yeah, they even referenced Yamcha in the first three episodes, yeah, too. Yamcha like we were talking was, about it last podcast. It's just nothing else. <laughs> Yamcha was... Yeah, they don't explain it at all. They just He just shows up there. They're just kind of sparring. And so, yeah, like Yamcha, he gets a filler episode where he's like a base... Back to baseball. We uh, A lot of baseball references here. Yamcha is like playing baseball and he hates it. And then... He ends up being into like a little baseball riot during a game and then Krillin picks him up and he's like, hey, you want to do some real fighting? Um, and then speaking of Launch, the character uh, we were asking about uh, last week, Domenico, Launch does appear in the TN recruitment uh, episode. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, there and there's this whole, I, I wrote these notes down because I, I even like watched the entire episode. It opens with like TN training and... Uh, he, he's he's being super extra. He's training underneath a waterfall with Chaosu, his, his heterosexual life mate. <laughs> Tien and Chaosu's relationship is just Tien shouting Chaosu constantly. Is Chaosu human? Chaosu is human. I've read this. Chaosu qualifies as human, even though so he, he doesn't age and looks like a floating China doll child. And he just puts makeup on every day? I guess so. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Launch arrives and tries to woo Tien, and then uh, meanwhile Piccolo is like meditating <laughs> and uh, lifting a pyramid with his mind, and then he ends up inadvertently causing an earthquake because uh, once again Piccolo- Least of his damage after destroying the moon. <laughs> destroys the moon, causes an earthquake, destroys the pyramid, uh, causes a sandstorm while in Egypt when he uh, destroys that pyramid. And then on top of it, it affects Gohan and Tien's stories because the waterfall bursts and Tien has to stop it with his power. Uh, but again, none, none of this, we don't get any Tien development in, in the Kai episodes. So I, I would almost recommend to people, uh, watch episode watch episode 12 of, of regular ass Dragon Ball. It's an important episode. I mean, I, I can't, it definitely has that filler feel, but it's fun. And it's just like, you get to see Tien be uh, extra. And uh, like I said, these guys, it is a bummer that their their episodes got cut because of this stuff. Because, yeah, next, it's going to be interesting to see your take on next week. Because, yeah, so much of these guys have to do heavy lifting for the plot next week. I, I guess there's no thoughts on you. Um, I, uh, Domenico, I did watch the episode we were talking about yesterday. The, the one where um, Vegeta and Nappa go to that planet and kill the bug people. I mean, that's, is that super filler or is that it's, like- It's 100% before... filler. It's filler for sure. But it's yeah. still fun and it also adds it labor. Like, yeah, because I mean, we're kind of jumping ahead when Vegeta and Napa show up later at the end of this. But they don't and, get any footage. Yeah, you, and if, if you're watching this for the first time, you literally know nothing about them. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting to see this adaptation because I think I think me and Domenico are starting to see the flaws uh, uh, or the cracks of of Kai at least in this stuff, in terms of how it does adapt the material. Yeah, they got. It sounds like they you know they, yeah they really cut a lot and may have cut more than just the fat. Yeah, I think I think there's some good character stuff. There's also like again like some training stuff with uh, these characters. I kind of call they're kind of known as the Z fighters, like Krillin and his friends. They the characters who aren't. Uh, uh, Goku basically are known as the Z fighters and yeah they get some adventures where they're training at, at uh, Kami's lookout there's an episode where they go into a magic room and fight ancient Saiyans and lose oh yeah I remember that yeah well I mean it's 290 episodes and I mean that's like the thing 160 it's like a third of the show it's they cut out a lot and you know what I feel the cuts are probably going to pay off more in the later arcs which did have a ton of filler yeah but but this arc, the Saiyan Saga, I feel, yeah, they, they might have done a bit too much. Uh, but moving ahead, uh, this is what I got in my notes. King Kai is a pull-down pants pee guy. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's like uh, that's a Butters move right there from South Park. Uh, yeah, because Goku is asking King Kai, like, what do you what do you do on this planet? He's like... Oh well, you know, I, I I can I can just pee while standing up. I can you know look at the stars. I can count blades of grass. Uh, but he's, he's all... peeing. One, uh, my thought was, oh, he'll like because of like the way the gravity works. Oh God, feel I him. thought it was gonna like go back and hit him. Like it was just gonna be like this circle. <laughs> um, but then I was like, wait, that wouldn't have made a ton of sense because like that would have just become a piss planet. Uh, if if that was like if the pee never just like dropped down at some point. Also, wouldn't there be a lot more dead grass? Like if that if, if he's because oh, yeah. he's in everywhere. I mean, maybe King Kai doesn't have to pee that often though. Uh, maybe or maybe his pee is like uh, he's, he's uh, like fertile for the grass instead of like a killer. It's, yeah, fair enough. It's like is it, is it even confirmed he has a bathroom in his hut? Maybe he only goes outside. It's a pretty small hut, right? Like I don't, I don't see a lot of like ventilation. Maybe there's, there's no plumbing. There's no plumbing. There's no yeah, plumbing. He, no. Just, he just goes outside. Man. Just goes outside, and you know what? Who's gonna judge him? The monkey or uh, Gregory? Yeah, we're, we're criticizing this guy, and he lives with a monkey that can't speak English, and the only person he can talk to is a cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Goku's the first person to go there in a hundred years, I believe. So, you know, <laughs> he's got a right to be a little fucked up. But, yeah, that's true. Like he could have been a lot more fucked up. The fact that it's just like he likes to do innocent things, like you know, pee with his pants down and uh, and look at grass. Not but he does have a hot rod. He does have this car that he works on. So you know what? He's got hobbies. He has a car. You didn't know it, it, this was in the episode. Yeah, I must have missed it by like. Yeah, was yeah. He has a car, and because the oh yeah, why well, I'm so stupid. That, why did I? The car is the best part of King Kai. Like he's You're just right. got this awesome roadster, and again, he can, he just drives around because again, his his planet is a tennis ball, and so he can just complete the loop within two seconds. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I didn't even think about because I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, is he just gonna like transfer this to Earth so he can like get on the freeway? But no, he can just go around his old planet. <laughs> he just has to dodge that tree in his hut. Well, he's even got like a road. He's got a road in the center of his planet. Oh yeah, he's got like yeah the yeah the tennis ball marking. <laughs> and then remember later Goku like smashes his car as well with the hammer. Yeah. So he continues to do like manual labor on the car to fix it when you could just with his mind like tell or like I don't know transform I, the car back to normal. 
I'm I'm sure you know what he probably secretly appreciated Goku destroying it just so he had something to do. Yeah, so he can fix the car. Yeah, it gave him a task. Um, so yeah, Goku he he had to chase Bubbles, uh, and King Kai even forced him to uh, to catch him while wearing his weighted clothing. And then his second challenge is is to yeah hit Gregory the cricket with a hammer, this very heavy hammer. That was kind of funny. I'm like, oh, so like, because yeah, Gregory kind of like later on uh brags about like how he's like you know as hard as marble which which i feel like marble cracks pretty easily if like if it's like enough pressure is put onto it um but yeah and then so that was kind of fun i was like oh i guess he's gonna he can kill the cricket <laughs> he doesn't know he just gives him a light tap which gives him a gives him a little welt uh, and he does so by, uh, he's, he's chasing after Gregory, and then he throws the hammer in the opposite direction and then runs back and uh, catches it kind of halfway through and, uh, yeah. Takes, boinks the head. Boink, boinks Gregory. So, point for Goku. Um, this is all the, the episode where, you know, Gohan has his little, hey, Piccolo, you're not so bad speech. That's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> It's official after like what six to eight months, or almost a year. <laughs> That's called Stockholm. I suppose it is by definition. I'm not giving Piccolo a fucking you're, you're, right you're now. Not, giving... <laughs> <laughs> not this episode. You're not giving him an inch at all. No. <laughs> Poor Piccolo, man. He's he's really working for for Malcolm Saver, not so much for Gohan. Uh, yeah, we get some more sparring in Kami's lookout. Tien and Yamcha fight, but again, Malcolm, you didn't seem to didn't seem to have a face for either of these two. Um, Krillin did fight Yajirobe though, and uh, Yajirobe did pretty well actually. Yajirobe beat him, I would say, and he he ate his ass. Yeah, I saw that. He's like a true millennial eating ass. Uh, Yajirobe. <laughs> you know, it was it was that. He also had like a thing of corn in his hand as well. Yes, he's he's but... fighting Krillin while. Krillin, man, Krill, Krillin, he he loses really badly. Oh man, yeah, no, it, it was a pretty like you know almost pathetic beatdown. <laughs> like you're like, oh really? This is the guy who's beating you, and he's eating your ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jirobi though, t- to be fair, has like a pretty pretty decent win record, all things considered. He killed one of um, King Piccolo's uh, minions. He he ate one of them. <laughs> So Yajirobe uh, is actually is actually a pretty decent fighter. Well, yeah, I mean, on, pa- on paper, he's the weakest one on all of them, right? He's de- yeah, on paper, yeah. he is, but he has like a sword, and he also just doesn't give a fuck. I, I think I think his lack of giving a fuck gives him the edge. Yeah, he has no skin in the game, it seems. He he really doesn't. He doesn't seem to care, but he still he still does. He complains a lot, but he still he still participates. Yeah, he's like, I guess I'm just good enough to be here, so I guess I'll do something. And we also get the uh, we also get to meet fortune teller Baba, who is Master Roshi's sister. She's this she's this kind of old witch who uh, who who floats on like an orb, and uh, she gives them uh, their fortune telling, which is that Earth has no future, <laughs> not ominous at all. We, which is not surprising. It was like based on what's happening. Like obviously Goku's dead at that point. You know the uh, Centurions are coming. Um, you know, they, they, everyone else is kind of hopeless. Gaio is, you Go know, I, I love with how much confidence Malcolm just throws these things. Like I was... <laughs> <laughs> the centurions are coming. 
I, 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 you know what? I just I let it slide because I was just like maybe it's a maybe it's a metaphor. Malcolm's using maybe he's not mispronouncing it. I no, I realize now as I said I was like so turns that's a Roman reference. That's I know. I was like maybe he's just like saying like that in the metaphor. <laughs> nope. I well, wish it was a metaphor. I wish it was. What are they called again? Saiyans, and you you Saiyans. should know. Malcolm, do you even know what a super saiyan is? I. <laughs> I I assume that's what's coming. That's crazy. You don't. So you don't. But <laughs> so like, can you just? Crazy. So you don't know what it means to go Super Saiyan. No, I have no idea. Has that's it been like, established a, yet? No, but like that's just like a pop culture thing. Like that's just like that. I even like that's just what people say. Like if they're gonna like power up, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go Super Saiyan or something. Like Domenico, I, yeah. Like, what? Like, I completely missed this. I I'm not. This is not a bit. This is not like. How do you think Goku would look with blonde hair? <laughs> Dude. oh man <laughs> i don't even uh, i don't even want to you... know all right, all right oh uh, my god okay uh any other thoughts on episode seven any any other notes before we barrel to to the last one of the week this uh, yeah this is we got one more and then we got uh, one more yeah so so that that's your thoughts for episode seven we had some sparring we had uh, some stockholm syndrome and an ominous prediction Oh, I was just gonna say, I just, I, for me, my favorite part of the episode was all the stuff on uh, the little tennis ball planet. I mean, my favorite stuff in all this whole entire batch is with King Kai. Like, I think that's that that stuff is top tier. Episode eight. Here's another weird thing. They refer to this technique this as the spirit bomb, and yet the spirit bomb is an English name for the technique known as the Genki Dama, and yet special beam cannon was forced to be called Masenk Masenk Popo. So I, I disagree with that change. Why did they call it? What? Listen, you, you can't do both. You either keep the English names or you just go all Japanese names for these special moves. What do you think, Domenico? Uh, I disagree because Spirit Bomb is like way more significant to the show than Special Beam Cannons. So. I, I guess so, but, uh, but Special but Beam Cannons. I, I, like I, yeah, I still don't get why they changed Special Beam Cannon. Yeah, like- it seemed, seemed unnecessary. It's unnecessary. I'm still salty over it. Is there is there other ones that they changed? I guess we'll just have to watch. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna look up every single Dragon Ball technique. Because they call it Kaioken. They didn't change that. Yeah, Kaioken is is the technique that we're gonna see Goku use eventually, uh, in a in a very cool way. That's a bit of a tease. Uh, and the Spirit Bomb, though, the Spirit Bomb is an iconic technique, Malcolm. I was looking this up. The Spirit Bomb is in the Dragon Ball movies, which are like non-canon. The Spirit Bomb is used to take out four of the main baddies in four movies. So it's a pretty useful technique. It's got a very good movie track record. Okay. That's good to know. It's like, it, they were just like, okay, how do we give Goku a win button? And we just make him use the spirit bomb. Okay. Cause yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, I, I mean, there's all clearly in this episode, they place a lot of emphasis on like, Kinkai's like, now he's ready to learn my, the best move of, of them all, the spirit bomb. But like, I didn't really know the significance. It's, it's a cool move. Um, you're definitely going to see quite a bit of it throughout the use of the show. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it does. Uh, but it, that won't be for a while. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much else other than in this episode, other than the Saiyans arrive. I mean, that, that's where we leave this off. Yeah, the Centurions are here. The Centurions are here. <laughs> uh, any other things? You were the one who watched the episode most recently because I watched these kind of earlier in the morning. Were there any other details in that final episode, Malcolm? I, I guess the thing I was surprised by is that we haven't seen um, the, I'm just going to call him the little boy, uh, the little boy's mother, 
No, we saw Chi Chi. Did we see Chi Chi? Like, yeah, Chi Chi. We saw Chi Chi plenty. She was at the very first episode, and then you know. Oh no, but she wasn't in the last one. Like they have obviously, her and her son have not reunited. Oh yeah, well that'll happen eventually. But her son has to, you know, fight the Saiyans or Centurions. The. Uh... Well, she like he is also. Um, he, I, what is it? There's we've talked so much, but all these other episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess he's like basically finished his training, it seems. Yep, he's finished his training. But not only that, the Saiyans have arrived a month early. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I, also, Goku has to like go through Snake Way again to get revived. That's the other issue. Yeah, that was surprising. I was like, you do all this thing. But now he can like bounce like before, like earlier when he was going to uh, King Kai's planet. He tried like, you know, skipping, but it like didn't work. And he almost went to hell. Oh, you mean, I guess he did go to hell. Because that's the one of the arcs I got cut, but yeah, now like he's so powerful, like, he can just like skip his way uh, back into existence. Do you think that's going to cause any problems, Malcolm? The fact that that Goku's revival process is so convoluted. Do you think that's going to cause any problems in the future? I mean, it would. I would assume so. I don't like. I, like you said, if if he just disappears, he's just going to reappear. I'm. I wonder where he's going to reappear. I don't know. Does he just reappear on that island that the, his all of his friends live on? Will he reappear next to his son? Will he reappear where he died? Like that stuff. I don't know. You. You seem to have know the the answers. Will he reappear on his home planet because he is a Saiyan and not an Earthling? That would, um, that would be a bummer. Throw, throwing out some good theories, yeah. Um, I, I want uh, more theories, Malcolm. So, so okay, the Saiyans have arrived. Uh, how, how do you uh, think our heroes are going to do? Uh, I, I mean, based on how, like, uh, <laughs> how they've arrived, they just, like, catapulted into the city. I thought it was really funny that they were, like, and the uh, Saiyans have arrived at 11.48 p- or was it a.m. I was like, what a specific time. <laughs> like, I don't know if that time means anything or like, I don't think so. But it was just very funny that the narrator was like, this specific time is like when everything changed. Well, I mean, it is the appearance of aliens. So to, to the general world. Part- <laughs> so wait, dude, but it, this is a world where there's dinosaurs and like p- different races of beings work office jobs. And like, you've got you know, uh, Piccolo just being a fucking asshole. Um, like, are, should they really be surprised? Or is that all, like, sheltered? Like, is that all, like, stuff like, you know how, like, Harry Potter, like, Hogwarts and all that is, like, kind of sh- the, the muggles don't really know about it. I think something like the appearance of Raditz was definitely sheltered since only, like, a farmer saw him, basically. So so two Saiyans from, from another planet showing up in the middle of a city, I think that's probably a big deal. Yeah. They're also really lucky they didn't just crash into the ocean, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, they could fly too, so they're they're good on that. Yeah. So I mean, I just I think uh, some cities are going to be destroyed. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. I guess let's move on to our our favorite segment. Uh, who is the speed wagon of of these five? Speed wagon. 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 Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Uh, Malcolm, do you have a Speedwagon? Ooh. Yeah, this one was kind of tough. I, I felt like there was a couple of contenders. Um, I, I think the one I actually really did like 
Uh, and I think it was mostly character design than almost anything else. Is I really did like Gregory uh, the Cricket. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. He just reminded me of the Great Gazoo. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why he did, but like, which is like the Flintstones character. Um, and like, I just like thought it was funny, like, yeah, like him being like talking shit to a Goku and then like getting his head boinked and he gets like a big like goose egg on it. So like, there's this funny but that. And I also just, I mean, but they, that was more for the minor character, for a more like character, like a bigger character that had more meaning. Like, I mean, King Kai, right? Like that's like more of the obvious answer. It's it's King Kai for me too. Like he he's so goddamn fun in these five, and yeah, he's he's a fun trainer. I love the guy's voice actor. He does this kind of lispy, lispy voice. Uh, he's he's iconic. Uh, I noticed he's only playable in like one video game, which is kind of shocking. But I guess it's he's more of an assistant, anyways. Yeah, he seems like a companion more than like a, the a person you play. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Domenico? Who's the speed wagon for you? Uh, mine was going to be Gregory, and then Malcolm said it. I don't know if you noticed me throw my arms into the air. No. Uh, so I'll go with I'll go with Chaozu, even though he probably wouldn't qualify as a speed wagon character. I think he definitely the, qualifies. In the, in, well, in the context of Kai, because he's got like no lines, and sure then he's a speed wagon character so yeah i'm going with chow Tzu. you're going for so damn man it, it is not unanimous it's king kai king kai and chow Tzu with a with a with a little tiny trophy for gregory i guess yeah two yeah there's two of us a heart gregory in this for me the speed wagon is just like the mvp at, at this point I, th I think obviously all these characters have like quite a bit of screen time now so it's not like we're just picking picking minor ones uh final thoughts malcolm final thoughts on the on this batch yeah, I mean, I'm kind of glad the training uh, arc is over. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more fun stuff ahead, hopefully. And uh, now that, uh, and I'm curious to see how Goku returns now that he's completed uh, his stuff in the afterlife and now is much stronger and has, I believe, what is called the spirit bomb. And I guess I can't ask your thoughts, but just uh, final thoughts on the episode overall, Domenico. Uh, well, how did this batch like compare? This batch, like how? Well, we, like yeah, how these like what do you think of these five? Just like even just like compared to your memories. It's interesting. Yeah, I feel like well, obviously I'm watching a sped up version of it, so there's so many cool parts that I feel like I missed out on. But I like where we ended it. It's definitely on a cliffhanger now, so I'm excited to see because like once the Saiyans show up, it's the exciting part. Exactly. So I remember, like I remember Malcolm was saying last week how he doesn't understand why this show's pop was popular with kids. I think after the Saiyans arrive, he'll probably have like a more of an appreciation for it. Maybe I don't know. Are you are you still like feeling that? Like you're watching this sort of scratching your head? Like I, I think a little bit. I mean, you know, I think like actually, you know, these some of these episodes had mm -hmm. moments that felt a little tedious, but they also like uh, you know had a really funny moments and like there was you know more levity to what was going on. But yeah, I'm still kind of was waiting for it to like. I'm still waiting for it to get going to be like, okay, what is this? Like, why are, is everyone uh, so in love with Dragon Ball? Uh, I can, I can promise you it gets going in these. Yeah. Episodes. I feel like we're, we're like right there. We're just about to enter that. Um, I'm, I, I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm excited to see what all the fuss is about. Uh, I was going to ask you like, which of, which of the Z fighters you thought would be the all-star in, in these next batches, but I guess the only, the Z fighters you really, Again, like Yamcha, Tien, and Chaozu don't even get much to do in these. They have maybe three minutes combined of screen time. 
of cross like five you, episodes. Like you talking about Z fighters, I don't really know what you're saying. I mean, I because, guess because I'm just like, trying to ask your theories of like who do you think is like going to do well in these fights? That's kind of who I'm thinking. Yeah, of these fighters who aren't Goku, how do you think they're going to do? I don't know. I have like I just have no idea because I just like I don't have any like relationship to them. So like I just like I I want to assume some of them are just gonna get their asses kicked. I assume a few are gonna die, but I don't know which ones because I can't like differentiate them right now. Maybe next week we'll finally figure it out. And I like that because in the last episode we talked about how Dragon Ball like Z like the Z was just kind of added as nothing. I liked it. Now there's actually Z fighters, so they kind of made a little bit more of a meaning. I mean, it's it's a meaning that like just fans kind of do though. It's like a fan described meaning. The Z fighters. I don't. I don't think they say Z fighters at any point. They don't. I think no. maybe like I think maybe like a narrator, maybe narrator in the yeah. dub does, but it's not like referred okay. to in like the context of the show. Goku doesn't yell like Z fighters assemble <laughs> and like put his hand up in the air and they all like you know, oh, okay. Power Rangers or something. No, they're just they're just all of Goku's friends. Everyone is Goku's friend. That, Are these the a... same fans that say that Piccolo is uh, a good guy? <laughs> hey man, it's, you're just you wait. Um, anyways, I, I think that's the end of our episode. I, I don't think we need to do like a three-hour one. Um, so yeah, no. thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, you can find us on at Is This Anime Pod on Twitter and Insta, and oh, yeah. you, you can, can't uh... find Domenico anywhere. He does not want to be found. Don't look me up. Don't look him up. Uh, and yes, uh, if you uh, are listening to this, you can listen to this, obviously, on... Well, you are listening to this. Uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, uh, wherever you find podcasts, Google, uh, like us, review us, uh, spread the word. Thank you so much for sticking around. And I guess we'll be uh, continuing the Dragon Ball Z arc next week with which episodes, Jack? It's, uh, nine through... Uh, 13? Yeah, 9 through 13. 9 through 13. We'll be doing batches of five from here on out. <laughs> <laughs>